heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kira Podcast, your audio airbridge to the Cook Islands, and a show about what you will find and what you will not find in the Cook Islands. And here are your hosts, Chantal and Hayden. Kira, Chantal, how are you doing today? Good on, Hayden, and welcome everyone from Rarotonga. My name is Chantal Napa. In the South Pacific Ocean, there are 15 tiny volcanic islands, and they're all mine. They're all mine. <laughs> My home, the Cook Islands. Well, I uh, was, thank you so I much was going to say, Chantal, actually, that's actually pretty true because what there's what, one flight a week right now as it's recording? One international flight a week as at December, yes, um, only from New Zealand and only applicable to uh, Cook Islanders, who are nationals, uh, Cook Islanders with a stamp stating their bloodline hereditary to the Cook Islands and only applicable to people who have a work permit to work in the Cook Islands. So even though there's one flight a week, uh, 30 people might come home, 60 people might come home. And that one flight that we have, Hayden, um, the people who are on it leaving every Friday are generally medical referrals and uh, some of the, say, working population have come to the end of um, term contracts in the Cook Islands and returning home to New Zealand and uh, other countries. Yeah, so one flight a week. You kind of, you're right, Hayden, like sometimes I am in town and I will be there when that one flight lands. And I say to my children, you know, I say to my children, hey, there's the Air New Zealand Big Bird. You know, dropping off our supplies, uh, dropping off everything. So let's go to our guest, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining our conversation. Our guest today is Mrs. Rose Milner. Uh, Full name is Roseanne. I call her Rose, right? And you own Moody Vista Villas, Rose, with your husband, Scott. Yes. Kirana, everybody. Thank you for having me. Kirana. You're originally originally from New Zealand, correct? And Scott, your husband. Yes. Right. And so November 2016, you um, moved here. Yeah, we moved in October. Yep. And we took over the business in November. So you took over the business of Muri Vista Villas, which is three standalone villas, and you um, offer them as accommodation to visitors. Correct. Right. So, of course, I'm going to ask you about your background in New Zealand, Mm. right, your corporate background. Um. Because we're going to let everyone know. I know you. I know your backstory, right? Yep. And so you're going to tell us, please, how you leave bright lights, big cities, skyscrapers, train stations, um, McDonald's, KFC, casinos, and you decide to pretty much move to Rarotonga yep. with a young, young. You know, Sheldon, your son was only eight then. Yeah, eight. You know, eight years old then. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so let us know a little bit about that, please. Um, okay, so, yep, we're from Auckland in New Zealand in the big city. Um, my husband was in the police, New Zealand police, for 17 years, and I worked as an IT manager um, in uh, support for the music industry. And it was stressful. We were running around. We were stuck in traffic. Um, and I guess we just inherently knew that this wasn't where we wanted to be and this wasn't what we wanted for the rest of our lives for our kids. Um, it was probably a year before 2016 we did look at coming over. So a bit, a bit further to that, we got married here at the Rarotongan 17, probably 18 years ago now. So we did holiday here regularly mm, and left mm, the island. Mm. Um, and a funny story was that my husband said to me he'd always wanted to own a resort and I used to just laugh at him because I just thought that was ridiculous. We didn't come from hospitality backgrounds. Um, so anyway, um, we tried to buy a business and it all kind of fell through. Our house didn't sell. It was another accommodation on the other side of the island and just decided it wasn't meant to happen and sort of went back to our Auckland life. And then I fell pregnant with my daughter, Tristan, and we just reviewed it all again. And the real estate agent rang us and said, we've got these three villas on a hill that aren't on the market yet that are perfect for you guys. Come and have a look. So we jumped on the next plane. I had a three-month-old baby with me and stood on the decks, looked at the views and fell in love. Put in an offer and the rest was pretty much... Three months later, we were living here. That's quite, you know, fast. Three months later, you're living here, right? Yeah. But not really when you think about 18 years ago, you got married here. Um, you've been holidaying in Rarotonga a lot, yep. right? And yep. it's timing with everybody. You just said that Scott had been in the police 17 years. That's a long time yep. in that industry, yep. right? Yeah. And, and you with IT, yeah, um, which I didn't know. Yep. I've known you four years, and yep. I didn't know that you had an IT background. There you go. Cool. I'll be knocking on your door, sis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get here, it's hot, right? Yeah. And you realize, because it's October, November yeah. in 16, and you're like, right, this is the rest of our, you know, this is our life for now. Mm. It's hot, it's humid, and you've got these three villas on the hill. Yeah. Now, I remember driving up those villas in December to introduce myself to you. I do remember that, yes. And that's because um, there's a little bit of a cooler backstory, and I don't want to get it wrong, and I know I won't, but I know that my father, Lionel Brown, built those three villas. Yeah. Yep, that's right. So it was a bit of nostalgic nostalgia for me, yep. and I pretty much drove up that hill to you, introduced myself to you and said, hi, I'm the daughter of, uh, you know, uh, Lionel Brown, um, he actually brought these kit sets in mm. from overseas and built these kit sets. And since, you know, he's sold them, they've um, had another owner and then now you. Yep. So welcome to Rarotonga. Can I just go inside and have a look and reminisce? Mm -hmm. And you allowed me to. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So the villas are, um, we get them quite often called Balinese style. Or well, the other one is it can they kind of look like a log cabin, like a chalet. Yes. Um, they're two-story. They're two-story, quite unique um, villas with big balconies and decks with, I reckon, is probably one of the best views on the island. 180 degrees of muri. Yeah, and it looks Lagoon. directly onto the uh, Motu Tapu. Is it? Yeah. That's how you pronounce Motu it? Motu Tapu, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, island. Yeah. So you're, you're quite high, elevated. You've got direct views of the little islet. Um, island, you know, island called Motu Tapu. Mm -hmm. um, you've got 180 degrees of water views. Yes. Um, 
I haven't been up there often recently, right? But I do remember when I went up there and I just got to that second level because downstairs you've got the barbecue yeah, outside, yep. right? Outside. And you still have the views. From yeah, downstairs. you still have the views. It's yeah. just being elevated. And that helps to transcend anybody into a direct holiday. Yeah. yeah into a direct holiday. Yeah. And from my memory, uh, let's talk about the villas. You've got Nespresso pod things. Yes. Right? Machines. Yes. And right. you tell your guests to bring their own if they're, if they're missing their, their coffee. Yeah. Right? You know, because yeah. Rarotonga is known for, I've always said to people, um, welcome to Rarotonga. Um, we have the best five-star Nescafe instant coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want your real coffee, bring your pods with you, please, for your Nespresso. Yes. Right? Yeah. And you've got Wi-Fi in the villas so they can buy their own Wi-Fi. You've got landlines in there. Uh, swimming pool, you added that. Yep, we added the swimming pool. Big journey, big decision. Yep, yep, it's a it's a big pool. It's 13 metres by 3 metres. Um, and also from the pool deck, you also get the view. From the pool deck. What are you doing? Yep. Cool. <clears throat> yep. Um, and that would be, how long did it take you to do that swimming pool? Because I remember you were digging the massive big hole in yep. December 16. Yeah, it took a lot longer being the Cook Islands than we thought. I think it took about six months till completion. Um, it's good for everyone to know that, okay, we're in the middle of nowhere. When you decide you're going to build a swimming pool that would normally probably take, I don't know, two months elsewhere. Yeah. No, in Rarotonga, everything takes three times longer. Yes. Yeah. Because of skill sets available, because of, um, you know, tiles available or whatever, right? Yeah. So six months to build a pool. Yeah. 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 But we got there and it's there now and it's, mm. It's well established mm. and very well used. And it's been used <clears throat> a lot with your guests? Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Does it make a difference? Oh, yeah. Because well, even because though even though within walking distance they have the lagoon, yeah. they've got a swimming pool yeah. on site, it would make a big difference, I would think. Definitely. Uh, we, our target market is families. And um, because we are, we're four-bedroom villas, so it's perfect for a family. You know, if they stay at a resort, they're all stuck in one room, whereas if you come and stay in our house, you get a room each. Um, we've got the trampoline, we've got the pool, we've got bikes, we've got kayaks, we've got um, everything you need at no extra cost, which other places do charge you extra to use those facilities. Um, we liken it to, it's a home away from home. It really is a home. It's got everything you need, just like you were at home. Mm, but with a beautiful view and the beach down the road and cafes and restaurants. Um, Within walking distance. Yeah. 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 And what and also because we had the three homes together, mm -hmm. um, it works really well for families, groups of families that want to go together. And you can put one family in each villa and you're all there together, but you've got your own space. Yes, you're all yeah. together. So you could have uh, nine people in a unit, four bedrooms, villa, sorry, not unit, three houses, so nine, three is 27. So you could have up to 27 people in a family, Yeah. right, at yeah. one place. And like you said, sometimes you're like, cool, I'm here with my family, but I want to go into my own villa. And rest. Yes, exactly. So a lot of families stay. I get a lot of families. A lot yeah. of wedding from, groups. From where, Rose? Uh, the majority of our guests are from New Zealand or okay. Australia. Okay. Um, but then in the off-season, we get uh, Europeans as well. Yeah. And our off-season is actually um, our summer. now, yes. which is our summer, yes. right? December, uh, January, February, March, yeah. our off-season. Yeah. So you would get uh, Northern Hemisphere people stay yep. where we it's do. cold. Yep. Yep. We do. Okay, that's fantastic. 
Hayden, you got any questions? I was just curious of the Balinese style because the traditional Bali house in Indonesia is pretty much without doors. Like it's basically with screen netting to keep the mosquitoes away. But a lot of Balinese, because it's equator design, it's really warm year round there. So does your really your your vistas have like an open door style to let the breeze come in on the afternoons? Yeah, so on the both the doors to both balconies are basically like uh, French doors that open all the way up, so you can have it all open, um, which um, allows the breeze to come through. It is beautiful. Mm. And uh, did I mention the air conditioning? Just for those listening, she does yeah. have air conditioning in there and fans and all the um, four rooms as well, ceiling fans. And also, how right. close are you to the uh, the Murray Night Market? Because I'm wondering, can people just walk down the street or do you almost need a car or a push bike to um, get down you there? Can, you can definitely walk it. It's probably about a 10-minute walk, and a lot of our guests do, but we always recommend that people hire a car. We are up a steep hill, and from our experience, I would say, and you may agree with me, Chantal, people who come here not hiring a car, 95% of them hire one before they leave because it's the island, you can drive around it in 45 minutes, but there's so many beaches and bays and cafes and restaurants all around the island to see. And I think the best way to experience it really mm. is on a, on a scooter probably is the other one, yeah. on a scooter or in a car. Yeah. Um, but there is actually a lagoon directly across the road. So you just go down the driveway and directly across the road is a lagoon. It's probably a little bit muddier than central muddy, mm-hmm. but it's perfect for launching your kayaks and your subboards and going out for a paddle. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm. Yeah, because you've got the subboards, you've got the kayaks, and you've got the bicycles that your guests can use. And yep. um, as Hayden just asked, uh, Muri Market is a 10-minute walk away. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, in Muri, where you are, I've heard it described as the Golden Mile. Have you heard Muri described, Rose, um, no, as the I Golden had, Mile? I hadn't heard that. I did, I did listen to one of your other co- podcasts where I heard it called Beverly Hills. That was Mata. Yes. Puya. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at her, Rose, and I was like, I didn't know that. Mata. She goes, yeah, all the Captain Thomas, the Goon Cruise guys call it Beverly Hills, you know, of Raratonga, right? Yeah. So, okay. Golden Mile, Beverly Hills. That's Muri. Yeah. Eastern suburbs, yeah. sunrise, sunrise place, right? It's the hub of tourism, really, isn't it? For that it has been described mm. as the hub of tourism, where your um, villas are. When you purchased your Villas Rose four years ago mm-hmm. uh, until now, can you share, please, some of the, you know, the joy of leaving skyscrapers, leaving traffic lights, mm-hmm. leaving hustle bustle mm-hmm. um, and being here with chickens and, you know, coconuts yeah. and, and mountains? Yeah. <laughs> It was um, it was definitely a, a massive change and best probably decision we ever made for us. Um, didn't come without difficulties. I mean, it was big. It was, we basically immigrated. We sold everything, packed up our family and left and, and left family behind, which was really, really hard to do as well. But compared to where we would be now if we'd stayed, I just think it was the best decision we could have made for our kids, I think. Mm. Um, they go and... My son plays with a machete in the garden. Um, and, like, you you see men walking along the road carrying a machete. If that was New Zealand, you would be arrested. Um, it, but it, but it's not a bad thing. It's fantastic. Um, My son plays with a machete in the garden. 
um, the kids. Internationally, Rose, they're going to be listening, going, eyes popping, right? You know. Yeah, but if they come here, they'll see it and they'll understand because yeah. a machete is an everyday tool that all of us carry. I have one in the boot of my car that I carry. So. I get it because sometimes I'm driving and I want a coconut, so I stop and I get one off it and I cut this off off and I have a drink. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Okay, cool. And he's doing a lot of water sports. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's the best way to describe uh, leaving leaving traffic lights, Hayden. What do you reckon? (laughs) And my son plays with a machete. Yeah, no, I've I've seen plenty of locals open coconuts just on the side of the road. Like you said, it's kind of your tool of the Rarotongan trade in a way. It is. It is. I mean, in the past of even me growing up, I know my mom has given machetes as Christmas gifts, Mm. right, to nephews, nieces. And she always gives a coin Mm. with it, a 10 cent coin or a 20 cent coin, because she said that when you give knives and forks or anything with a blade, Mm -hmm. Rose, you Mm -hmm. give a coin um, it's got something to do that her mother told her about giving blades. So mm-hmm. the coin is a safety thing. Wow. Yes. Yes. So whenever I give, say, cutlery mm-hmm. as a gift to someone, I um, put a coin in there. You guys can Google up why. I don't know. Okay. I just thought because my mum told me to do it. Right. <laughs> Always do what mum says. So as at 2020, Rose, accommodation bookings have been totally cancelled, not just for you, for the whole year. For all our accommodators, um, income reduced to zero for you. Mm-hmm. Refunds going out the door to everybody around the world. And I'm sure this is a time full of um, financial anxiety. Yeah, yeah, financial anxiety. Um, I just want to touch a little bit on that because I just want everyone to know that, hey, yeah, it's it's beautiful. And, hey, you can come and, you know, we're ready when you come. But it's been tough, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really tough. tough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, of course, it's definitely been made easier with the government support. Yep, absolutely. Um, that's that's eased a lot for us. But um, and there's the everyone's in the same boat, which yeah, it's it helps, but it it doesn't fill your bank account. That's right. It doesn't pay uh, mortgage. Doesn't pay mortgage. Doesn't, yeah. yeah. So um, we're desperate to. For us, we need to see the borders open soon. We're running for our reserves. Um, things are, are tough, but we, we are getting through it. We're still here, and we're still planning to be here well into the future. I know. Yeah. It's just that um, a lot of people don't realise that the Cook Islands are 75% GDP, right, gross domestic product, I think is the word description, reliant on tourism. Yeah, reliant on tourism. Right, so you've moved into your villas because uh, to help you with costs, uh, you've given up renting. Yes. And then you've moved into your villas. Yes. So now you're in your swimming pool, you're in your house. Yeah. You know, you could pretty much put Scott in one villa, Sheldon, your son, in the other villa. Yes. And you and Tristan in one. Yes. Right? You guys could all have that massive, beautiful space where you are. This is true. Enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. Enjoy it while you can. But it, it's actually good being up there because it's enabled us to maintain it and to true. keep it up to the standard that yep. we like to offer people so yeah. um that's one of the main major yeah because four it. bedrooms and three yeah. houses is yes. a lot to maintain sure is. and even though there's no one in there you've got yeah. dust coming in you've got to clean them you've got to maintain them and then with our sea salt yeah. it's always coming in so you've mm. got to um because a lot of things rust yes they do indeed and the sea salt right you know so we're always covering things in that right yeah you know 
I'm so glad that you're here because I see you in the yard at school. Mm-hmm. Right, Rose? Thank you so much. Right. Thank you for being on the show with Hayden and I. We appreciate that and telling us all about, you know, your Mori Vista Villas. Uh, let's give a message to everybody when the borders open, Rose. Yep. Right. So we're going to say to them what you said before. We are ready. ready. Yep. We are ready indeed. We've been up there. We've been maintaining. We've got everything looking beautiful. Um, we're ready. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. We're yeah. ready. Bring yeah. it. Can't wait to see you all so that you can all stay in Mori Vista Villas and hang out with Rose and her family. Yep. And have a, an amazing Rarotonga experience. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, everyone. Have a good one. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Hayden. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Kiona podcast. If you love the podcast as much as Chantal and myself love making these podcasts, we would love your financial support. We sadly cannot run this podcast on coconuts alone, and we would love some financial support to help make this an even greater success. If you feel compelled, head on over to kiyonapodcast.com slash donate to donate. Have a fantastic day and thank you so much for your continued support.